This is Andy Gutierrez from StarWars.com, and you are listening to Coffee with Kenobi with Dan Z. This is the podcast you're looking for. This is James Arnold Taylor, and you're listening to Coffee with Kenobi. Hmm, I have a good feeling about this. Well, look at all my favorite Christmas elves. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to CWK Live. Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm your host, Dan Zare. Delighted to be talking Star Wars with each and every one of you. Well, uh, <laughs> how's everybody doing? Let me get this thing straightened out here. I haven't worn one of these since uh, ever. Uh, Santa Dan is here. Hello, Mary. It's great to see you. Let's bring in our, our friends who are on the show tonight with us. Blake is here. Hello. Hey, CWK family. Great to see you, Blake. Minta, this is the day. It's CWK Day. Hello, Minta. Great to see you. Darren is also here. Hello, Darren. Merry Christmas, everyone, and may the force be with you all. It's great to see you, Darren. Robert says, Takodana Tuesday. I like that. Great, great to see you, Robert. And Liberty is here. Bad Christmas, baby. No squeezy for Christmas. That is in response to the Lucasfilm holiday card for this year. And great to see you, Liberty. Uh, happy Tuesday before Christmas, says Mary. That is correct. Santa Dan is here. Look, I am so excited to be chatting with you all for CWK Live. We're uh, just a scant few days until the big day, Christmas Day. Really looking forward to talking Star Wars with all of you and getting ready for Christmas. So what do we have today? We've got your top five things we want from Star Wars Celebration 2025. We've got Orobesh Lessons Week 5 and your comments and questions. So now let's take a look at what's brewing in the world of Star Wars this week. All right. Um, so we've got some fun news. Let's bring in more of our friends. Burnt Waffle and Mr. Fudd here. Hello. Jen saw them at school today, actually. Great to see you. And Jason's here. Merry Christmas to you, Jason. It's nice to see you on the show. Uh, so we've got some fun news, exciting news from our friends at Lucasfilm. Terry is here too. Hello, Terry. Great to see you, pal. Great to see you. We've got we've got Lucasfilm has got some more Emmys added to their repertoire. Uh, Young Jedi, Star Wars, Young Jedi Adventures won the Children and Family Emmy winner for outstanding editing for a preschool animated program, which is great. Congratulations to them on that. They also won the Children and Family Emmy. Award for Outstanding Sound Mixing and Sound Editing. So congratulations also for that. So that's pretty great. It's a, it's a really fun show. If you haven't seen it yet, be sure to check it out. They do a terrific job. It's, it's really fun. It's very, very charming. I think you'll love it. I really do. All right. Uh, what else do we have? So this was, I mentioned this earlier. Liberty was making a joke. But this is a look at the Lucasfilm holiday card that is sent out do various uh, people. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get one. I've been on their list for a while, and it's always a delight to see these things. It says, from our galaxy to yours, have a bright, warm, and hopeful holiday season. And there's some really charming things here. I like that they've got Indiana Jones on here as well, considering that this was the year of Indiana Jones, which is so fun. So fun. Um, a great, yeah... Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures is a great show. Minta loves these holiday cards. They're they're really nice, really nice. They do a nice job with them, uh, and it really, really, really shows. They they care and they they love 
they love their products uh, and they love Star Wars, which is great because they are making it. And they're making it great. Speaking of making it great, look at this. Uh, you probably saw I announced it. This is a five pack. Uh, Terry says he loves the Easter eggs on the card. There are a bunch of them, aren't there, Terry? And of course, you picked them up. You are, you're always good at picking up those things. So Phantom Menace Retro, we knew this was coming in the pipeline. It was told to us before. Uh, sorry, i got to fix my Santa hat there. There we go. So much better. And this is the Phantom Menace Retro. Though again, the Retro Collection, my all-time favorite. This is the collection that um, it's the three and three-quarter inch figures like they would have been made back in the late 70s and early 80s from Kenner. So they're a different style of figure. They're more reminiscent of the classics. But these are from the Phantom Menace, and of course the Phantom Menace never had these in the Kenner collection. So let's take a little bit more of a close look on them. This is Padme Naturally. I think this one is 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 incredible. You can see many more pictures of these online, a lot of different places, but Padme in her classic red Naboo Queen outfit. So there's the first one. Here is Qui-Gon Jinn. Now he has the the cloth cloak. Which is neat. I was wondering. I was wondering why they chose that versus the the plastic one. I'm going to ask that next time. Speaking of, some of you who provided your questions to me to pass on to Hasbro, you heard that I got to ask them to Hasbro uh, on the show last week on Coffee with Kenobi. So make sure uh, when I post those, if you want to ask me to ask Hasbro a question about Star Wars collectibles, let me know, and I will do my best to pass that along to you, uh, to them. Sorry, the Santa has two tight. I'm not speaking so clearly. Here's Obi-Wan Kenobi, the Phantom Menace version, complete with the Padawan braid. Pretty great with the Ewan McGregor likeness-ish. It's retro, right? Uh, here's a battle droid. It's pretty cool. I, I like, again, the retro collection is so appealing to me because it's got the Kenner feel. You know, it's just, you know, not just five points of articulation, the head, the arms, the legs. They just go straight. There's no joints in the elbows or knees or anything like that. The neck doesn't bend. just goes left to right. Uh, but it's just the way they were made, right? And that's, again, this is another excuse for me to show my retro chopper that I unboxed uh, a couple of weeks ago. Sticker front, the twisting hood, or twisting dome, which I asked them about, and they said they were really meticulous in making that fun sound. Anyway, retro is the best, as you know. Uh, so there's the, there is Battle Now here's Darth Maul. He is really interesting because the way he is cut and designed his head, he looks a lot less men menacing as a retro figure because, you know, again, it was, they're simulating like it was made a long time ago, but that adds to the fun of this. And it's a great looking card too because it's that classic Phantom Menace pose. And then to believe it or not, I find these are all terrific. But that Jar Jar Binks one stands out to me the most. I mean, it's really, really cool. Really a big fan. So they all come in one pack. You're not able to buy them individually at the time of this. But it's it's really, really beautifully, beautifully done. They completely hit on another home run. Another home run. Uh, Matthew is here. Hello, Matthew. He says, hello, CWK family. Sorry, I've been absent. Matthew, no problem, buddy. You're a busy man. It's great to have you on the show. Greg is here too. Hello, Greg. He says, love the retro collection really growing on me. You know, someday, Greg, I got to get you in the studio. You'll see how much it's growing on me. It's it's getting out of hand. Terry says, those retro collection figures are very sentimental to the kid in me. Thankfully, they put in the effort to make these. You know, and as you heard, 
Sounds like that is very much a passion thing for Hasbro. And I'm glad because I'm always going to be waving that retro flag. I know a lot of you are as well. All right, let's look at some fun things from Heroes and Villains. I want to spotlight these incredible Weekender bags. Actually, two weeks ago, I went to Chicago with my family uh, for my wife's birthday. And I brought my Heroes and Villains backpack and it was great. But then I saw these just today on the site. This is the Imperial Weekender bag. Uh, really, really great. A nice thing to take uh, with you as you're traveling. There's an Imperial one. And there is a Rebel Scum Weekender bag. Now, there's also a Rebel. There's also um, one for other aspects of Star Wars that I think you should check out, including an Ahsoka one. But here's something really, really cool. These are the Star Wars toiletry bags. You've got a Mandalorian one uh, as well. And you see the Empire, the Rebels. And then another one that is very reminiscent of a Sokotano. And they are terrific. These are Star Wars toiletry bags. All of these can be found on Heroes and heroesvillains.com. Remember, 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 I want to save you money. Use the code COFFEE20% for 20% off your order. This is, it's a great one. Great way to give yourself a last minute Christmas present for yourself or for your friends. Really like those toiletry bags. I think those are so cool. Uh, let's see. Daniel's here. He says, I'm joining tonight as I've been absent for a while. Daniel, so nice to see you. And it's so cool to see the pictures you've been posting in the cafe. So nice. Mr. Fudge says the bags are cool. Totally agree. Jason says that rebel bag is sharp. Isn't it fantastic? There's just something really, I don't know. I, I like that. I think they're really classy. I think they're classy and sort of subtle. I mean, not completely subtle, but you know, subtle enough. Uh, and Mary says, those are really nice. They are really nice. So remember, use the code COFFEE for 20% off your order. Now it's time for what is becoming quickly one of my favorite things to do here on the show. It's time to learn Oribesh. So we've gone through the first few. Let me get my piece of paper out here because I know it's time for me to start doing some writing. We did, we've done A, B, C, and D. Daniel says, looks like that bag would hold a helmet. Probably not a big helmet. I don't know. That's a good question, though. It does have the sizing on Heroes and Villains website, of course. So let's write our Ks again. Uh, if you're just now joining us, there's no time like the present to learn Oribesh. It's a fun little thing to do. Drawing my A right here. Uh, should I even bother to do this with the, my other camera? Sure, why not? I, I like to um, like to make a bit of a, a dork of myself and show that I'm not good at <laughs> doing two things at once, but why not? So there's the letter A. Uh, which is that K. Uh, it sort of looks like a K. And then we've got our letter B, which I've always found very interesting because it looks, again, like, as I say every week, like you're drawing an 8-bit UFO or a cheeseburger. So there is the letter B right there. And then I'll give you a second to write those down. Then we've got the letter C, which is just a series of lines. So you've got a, a normal size line. You go halfway down the middle of that line to the bottom of it. Then you move over into your parallel here at the top part of that middle line and go all the way down to make it the same length as your first one. And there is the letter C. Then last week, the new one we had, which is not new anymore, is the letter D, which is basically like a seven. A very stylized seven with a line in the middle of it. And that is the letter D. Now I posted in the cafe that I was rewriting these over and over again last night, just to 
remind myself. And I try to do it every day because to me, that's the only way that I'm going to learn is if I practice. When I write it, I say to myself, A, B, C, D. And I keep saying it as I'm writing it. And eventually you, you teach your brain to recognize A, you know, in natural English, and then you learn to write it in Orbesh. But now it's time for our new letter for the week, because this is week five. We've been doing this for over a month now. So now we've got the letter E. Now this is basically a V and uh, a capital I, half of a capital I combo, maybe a, a V next to a T. I don't know, so I'm going to try to draw it. I've never drawn an E before, so I've got my, I draw a V, and I go up, so there's the V. And then when I'm at the top of my V, I go to the right, make a little bit of a line. And then in the middle of that line that I just drew, I just go straight down. And that's the letter E. You know, these always seem so intimidating. But once you start doing them, they don't seem so bad. They really don't seem so bad at all. So I'm going to write the letter E a couple of times. So I'm going to do my little, my little V, the line across, and then right down the middle, there is a letter E. So see what I mean? Just keep telling myself over and over again, line down line up, go across, and then I go in the middle here and I draw my line down. That is the letter E. It's not uh, super great, super straight, but you know, when you're trying to hold this camera and do this at the same time, you know, <laughs> you just do what you can. But again, tell me this letter E, letter E. This is Orabesh, letter E. E. I wonder what this sounds like if people are just listening and they're not actually doing it. Hopefully it makes them want to try to learn it. Again, I think this is fun. Because it's fun to learn new things, and it's fun, like even now, when I've been re-watching The Mandalorian with my students, I've been telling my, I've been like, whenever they flash Orbesh on the screen, I look for A, B, C, and D, because I didn't have E yet, and just to see if I can recognize them. And when I do, I just feel really glad. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, to see what this happens like once we become proficient in writing Orbesh. And again, the reason I did this, I thought I want to learn this. For me, the best way to learn something is to write it and to teach it. I'm doing both. Hopefully you're teaching your friends and family as well. So now it's time to go to our top five. Liberty has been listening to lessons without watching. It's been entertaining. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, I sound like a dork, but that's okay. I can live with that. Today's show, top five things we were hoping for from Star Wars Celebration Japan. So it's a ways away. I mean, it's April 18th, the 20th, 2025. Okay. So that is a while away. But I saw online that um, the good folks at Lucasfilm are really getting into some planning. There's been some surveys sent out to previous people who purchase tickets, and they want to know what people are looking for. So this is another fun way to kind of share what we're excited about. When it comes to Star Wars Celebration 2025, Liberty says she has been practicing her Orabesh, and I'm glad to hear that, Liberty. I'm sure you are doing very well. Let's go to number five. Number five for me, I have the ease of entrance. So what I mean by this, if you've been to a Star Wars Celebration, you know that it's almost worth it to get there the night before because you really want to get the lay of the land and look around, figure out what is the easiest way to get into the arenas because sometimes they're very challenging and every arena is different. They have their own different policies and procedures. I'm not sure how much Lucasfilm has any authority or control over that. Kind of depends on the arena and the environment itself. But there's all, the lines are usually pretty long. 
Uh, so, you know, how early do I get there? Am I going to get there in time for panels? Well, now that since you can do reservations for panels, it's not as big of a deal. People want to run onto the floor and get this special merchandise. Totally get it. I'm, I empathize. I'm with you. But for me, one of the things I want to see is that it's easy to get in. There are a lot of different ways to get into the floor, the show floor itself. I find that gives peace of mind. So that's something I'm definitely voting for. Terry's number five is Ahsoka season two approval. Yes. Yes, that would be fantastic as well. Minta says the easiest entrance as well. There says, how about good online coverage of the event? Yes, definitely. Uh, Liberty's five, a better live stage experience. London was horrible. Could never see the stage. Oh, really? Interesting. I guess because there's so many people and the height and things like that. Yeah, it's tricky. That is a tricky one. Greg's five is good direction and travel tips in and around the convention area. Yes, I almost hope they do like a travel thing. I would use MEI and Mouse Fan Travel personally, as, as you know, to get some tips. Mandos, number five. Uh, Mandos, number five. Blake's number five. How about that? You just got elevated, Blake. I want to know what the next film, what the plot will be. There's a ton of Hollywood rumors. So if it's Mando or Ray right now. Well, as you know, I don't traffic in, in rumors, so that's completely news to me. But hopefully we'll get information on that. Roberts 5, is Jake Lloyd's embracing and being embraced by Star Wars fandom. Is Hayden Christensen and Ahmad Best happen? Well, that would be really lovely, Robert. Five from here, I have a large area for the Star Wars live show. Hopefully there will be live stream from the Star Wars live show and all the major panels. I hope for that as well. Uh, Terry says, I got to admit, since I've never had the opportunity to go on my list, contains mainly news release features. Hey, I don't blame you. I don't blame you one bit. Uh, let's go ahead and look at number four. And Terry, I think that's cool. Number four, I put everyday merchandise. So let me see what I say what I mean by that. A lot of the Star Celebration merchandise, I would say overwhelmingly, all of it is stuff that you won't see at Walmart or Target or anywhere online because they're very unique to Star Wars Celebration. But what I say everyday merchandise, I mean stuff that seems practical that you can wear anywhere and it's not so esoteric that, it, I mean, so I have a bunch of cool Star Wars merchandise from Celebration when I wear it. Most people don't even recognize it's Star Wars. I don't even know what it is. and I mean, it does start good conversations. I like that. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it would be kind of cool to have some stuff that is completely esoteric and unique, but also stuff that has massive wide appeal to that it's practical, you know, certain t-shirts, hoodies, uh, ones that look like ones that, you know, you could wear out in public. You know what I mean? I just want to see stuff that uh, it's versatile. It's not just for conventions. Like you can wear it anywhere and it's just... It's just awesome. I hope that makes sense. Does that make sense? I don't know. It makes sense in my Santa brain. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Let me get to the next one here. Mary's number four, affordable tickets and travel packaging. That uh, In today's world, everything's expensive. They can provide an affordable packaging deal. That would be amazing. I saw that in the surveys. I hope they do package deals too because Japan's, you know, it's a long way away from the United States. And I think it's amazing that they're having it there, but it'd be cool to have, you know, opportunities for that, uh, the affordable package deals. Got to talk to my friends at Mouse Fan Travel on this. Maybe we can figure something out. Mary's for more communication about the upcoming, movie, upcoming movies, as well as trailers or teaser trailers. That would be great. And hopefully we will see that. Those are almost like a staple and they're pretty exciting. Terry's number four, celebration live stream opportunities. Definitely. 
Greg says, continued use of the live stage. It was great to see the carousel of talent during the whole event. It really was. Roberts, number four, an announcement there will be an expansion for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Boy, that would be awesome. Liberty's number four, travel packages. Would also love to see suggestions or packages for sightseeing to combine with tickets. Yeah, because I'm going to Celebration in Japan. I want to see Japan, too. So good, good call, Liberty. Darren says, easier access to merch. How about it? some of it being online, even if it's only during the event? Not everything, but something. Darren, I like that. I think that's more of an open idea. Daniel would love to see it come to Boston, New York City. Yeah, an announcement for the next celebration, the next U.S. one. That would be amazing. Blake says, I'm not a reader, but future comics and novels, I want something outside of the High Republic that can stand on its own. Oh, cool. What do you think, Blake, about some of the prequel stuff that's coming out uh, this year, like the Mace Windu book, um, a John Jackson Miller book set during the prequel era? So pretty cool stuff. Uh, let's go to number three. Number three, I put space. Now, I don't mean space as an outer. I mean space to move around. One of the, my favorite things about Star Wars Celebration Chicago, besides meeting people like Ross and Blake uh, and others for the first time, and, and Greg face-to-face, actually, now that I think about it, Gregory, is I loved it being at the McCormick Place in Chicago because it was huge. I think it's the biggest convention center in the United States. So, again, space you can't really help anything with, Right. So there's not much you can do. But if this convention floor in Japan, if it's set out so we've got lots of space to get around, you know, sometimes you've got to get from panel to panel or from panel to a show or panel to the podcast stage or to go to merchandise. And it's harder to get from place to place because there's so many people. Again, I don't mind people. I love people. So that's not a big deal to me. But it's about time. So if things are spaced out differently and, and rooted in such a way that it's easy to get around, to me, that's super um, appealing and it gives a kind of a nice piece of calm as well uh let's see mita's is live stream celebration definitely that's always great uh blind creatives here hello friend good to see you on the show terry's number three new movies and disney plus series announcements yes absolutely robert's three an announcement of the release of the type of lightsaber that ray wielded in her duel with kylo ren on the halcyon oh robert now that's fun that would be cool Greg, continued growth of the podcast stage area. Yes, which is now, um, what is it called now? Uh, oh, gosh. I'll, I know I'll think of it. It's a great opportunity to support the community and to meet your favorite podcasters, which is how I met Dan, Corey, and Tom for the first time. And again, Greg, I remember that. I very much remember that. Oh, gosh. What is the name of that stage? I, it's, I can picture it. It's like, um, it's what they call Hollow Newsnet. It's the Hollow Newsnet stage. It's got podcasters youtube all kinds of stuff mary's three announcements of more animated shows such as tales of the jedi and more visions plus new stories of errors we haven't explored yet oh yes very good liberty says more organization in general yeah i think they do a terrific job but you know and they would say the same thing it's always good to go back to the drawing board and reinvent yourself and try to figure out ways to make things even better i mean i do that in my classroom uh, Blake's three. I'm someone who would love to attend in person more than anyone as a huge fan of Japanese culture. So I love some unique merch I could only buy in the USA. Oh, interesting, Blake. That's a good idea. And yes, you are a fan. Hollow stage. Yeah, it's a hollow net, hollow net news stage, I believe, or hollow net stage. Yes. Agree with the space comment. Having only been to London, I feel like all cons are supposed to be close and packed. Excel was too small. Excel is such a nice area, but it is smaller. It was easy to get in and out of. But yeah, and 
Uh, it was interesting because it was small, but it was also huge because of the there's like a big thing in the middle. And that was actually my favorite part about the celebration in London was just the massive area in the middle. But it is spread out uniquely as far as that goes. And I know what you mean about the space. Once you're on the show floor, it seemed like a little bit smaller than the other areas. But that's part of it. Uh, but I know what you're saying. Two, carbon frees me. So what does I mean by that? I think the first celebration in Orlando, I think Mary and Chaz did this. You could get your face scanned and you could be carbon you could be put into carbon freeze in as in a black series size action figure. But it's your face and you're in the carbon freeze. I've been to lots of celebrations, but I've never been to a celebration where they've done that. And it's a bummer. I don't know that it'll ever come back. Maybe we should ask the Hasbro people, Hasbro friends about that. But I want that to come back. To me, that's such a unique collectible to carbon freeze yourself. And maybe with that the new Hasbro thing where you can scan your face into your phone maybe they'll do something like that there so it'll be moot but i feel like the experience of doing it there would be really fun so maintenance number two announcements for more stars related to anime the first season of stars visions was amazing it would be great to see more it would it definitely would and i know they really like doing those mary says london 2016 the excel center was great but i think celebration has outgrown it well that's interesting i hadn't thought about that but you might be right Terry, news that the next celebration will be in Chicago. I will finally be able to attend. That would be great, Terry. It'd be great to have you there. Uh, Liberty says, hoping for the new movie trailer. Definitely. And Terry, I always think you're at celebration, but maybe I'm just thinking of the house scene. That could be it. Uh, Greg's number two, although it's not easy for them, Rancho Obi-Wan's exhibit has been a must-see for me in Chicago and Anaheim. Steve Sansweet and his staff are amazing and so friendly to fans. They are great, and Steve is the best. He is just the best, and I hope that he comes back for sure. Roberts 2, an announcement of a remastered 4K Blu-ray release of the pre-specialized versions of the original trilogy. Please, please, please. I'm going to pause there because I really want that too. Flakes 2, video games. Now that EA isn't exclusively making the games. Why oh, didn't know that? I'd love to see more of the future of Star Wars gaming. Now that, that's cool. And Blake, you just taught me something. I didn't realize that. Mary says they did some great deep tech things before they were fun. Yes, 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 yes. So fun. Uh, Mary says, number two, information about the next celebration. Again, I think that would be fantastic as well. Let's go to number one. The number one thing I want to see at Star Wars Celebration is right there. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill has not been back to Celebration for a really long time. He is the only person of the big three of Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford that I've never met. I want to meet Mark Campbell. I want to get my picture with him. I want to say hi to him, whatever. I want to hear him talk. He's hilarious. He was just at San Francisco convention during Thanksgiving time. So I'd love to see Mark Campbell return to Star Wars Celebration. So excited he came and talked. I think it'd be fabulous. Number one for uh, Greg. Regardless of the location, the longer this community grows, the more friends I get to meet and hang out with. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and that is something I feel like we can have a hand in because we can just see our people and see our Star Wars community, our Coffee with Kenobi community, our podcasting community. That's a great one, Greg. Terry says, announcement of a live-action miniseries shot on location inside the retired house on Star Cruiser. Uh, yes, please, Terry. That is another terrific idea. I love that. Mita says, hoping they'll announce the next celebration will be closer to New England. That would be awesome. Uh, Liberty wants to attend. And yes, Mark Campbell, I hope we can all attend. Wouldn't it be great? Robert says, it's an all-expense paid trip for my wife, me to attend Celebration in Japan. It's a wish list. Yeah, 
You might as well throw it out there, Robert. This is the season. Maybe Santa's listening. Love that. Mary says, Parks information such as Galaxy's Edge and hopefully whatever plans we have for the house, Santa. I sure would love that. Places going back to my love of Japan. I wanted a celebration of Japanese fandom. They're a passionate fan base, and I want to see that culture get represented. And I think it's going to be. What little I know, uh, I think it's really going to be uh, really special for the people of Japan. Darren's next one is something that makes me believe that when Lucasfilm announces projects, they will fall through. You know what? I think they will. I really do. I, you know, sometimes these things, as in all things Hollywood, because we've got such a, an overwhelming dearth of information, uh, part of the Hollywood wheel is that some of those things don't come to fruition and not because of a want or a desire. It's just because of life and scheduling and actor schedules and production and when is the stage available and is ILM already booked for a bunch of other projects? I mean, there's so much that goes into it, but I I empathize, Darren, and I know what you're saying. and I, I appreciate your passion. I agree. Uh, whatever they announce, I would love to, I'd love to see happen because... Just drawing a letter E right here on or a vegetable. I was thinking of it. I uh, just really, I hope that those things happen too. Terry says, honorable mention is a special tribute to Star Wars Visions, considering Japan is where anime was born. You know what? That's good. That's good. I'm sure that Blake would agree with that. Well, let's, uh, let's look at what is going to be next week. Thank you for sharing what you're hoping for from Star Wars Celebration Japan 2025. Uh, next week's top five, it's actually not next week. We'll get to that in a second. Your top five 2023 Lucasfilm highlights. We had a lot of things happen with theme parks and Indiana Jones and Star Wars and lots of other things. What are your top highlights from 2023 and Lucasfilm? Individual episodes of series, uh, collectibles, whatever the case may be. Uh, again, Star Wars Celebration 2025 uh, is going to be exciting. It's April 18th to 20th, 2025. But if you're not able to make that, but you still want to get that Star Wars fix with your people, then you know you can join me in Mouse Fan Travel on the Disney Wish in the summer of 2025. Really expecting to your dates pretty soon on this. And as soon as we do, uh, I will open it up uh, along with Becky Mankin from Mouse Fan Travel. And we will start to create our own little Star Wars celebration on the Disney Wish summer 2025. Hope you can join us. So now let's jump into Ask Dan Z. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it says join us next Tuesday. That's actually not quite true. So I am actually going to take next week off to celebrate the holiday with my family that everybody will be here. I'm really looking forward to spending time with that and getting a little bit of downtime uh, and to come back ready to roll in 2024. And I can tell you 2024 is really going to be a great year for coffee with Kenobi. There's a lot of fun things that are going to happen. I can't wait to share. So this is, in fact, the last show for 2023. And you can join me. For our first show in 2024, January 2nd at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, before I forget, this week on CWK Pour Over, uh, Corey and Tom and I talked about what makes a good Christmas story. We had a great time with that. We've done so many Christmas shows, but we never really talked about what makes a good Christmas story. So we got into storytelling, things like that. I'm actually going to show you a clip here. Not super related to Christmas. It's just how we introduce each show and However, we always take turns, like every third one, one of us is a host. And we just like to mess with each other. As you know, if you've ever listened to Pour Over before, here is a clip of next week's Pour Over. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you've had a wonderful holiday season. And we hope that we can add a little bit of tinsel to your 
pervasive Christmas tree that is <laughs> entertainment. Uh-huh. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. I wasn't sure either, <laughs> as you could probably tell. Uh, I'm your host, Dan Zare, and I am joined by two of our favorite of Santa's little helpers. First, Corey Club. A jingle, jingle, jingle. Uh, ready to uh, peek underneath the tree, if you will. You, we've established that you're quite the peeker. <laughs> Yeah, the yes. discussion of secret wars. We're sticking around. You've you found out I'm a peeker. Indeed he is. Indeed he is. But this other guy, he's not a peeker. He's a poker? <laughs> I don't know. He likes to poke and tease. Uh, I guess we all do, really. This is Tom Gross. Hello, everybody, and Merry Christmas to you all. This is one of my favorite days, just where everything mm-hmm. seems so magical. I love uh, before... So hopefully you were entertained by that. We have we have so much fun. If you're a member of the CWK Alliance, you get access to CWK Pro, but you also help out the children of St. Jude because 10% of your monthly contributions go directly to St. Jude. It's, we've got almost 200 shows on there about all kinds of pop culture and stuff like that. As if you want to be a member of the CWK Alliance, you get access to CWK Pro. And to find the CWK Alliance, you're just going to go ahead and go to coffee with kenobi.com slash cwk alliance and that's pretty fun pretty easy uh and really love it uh mr fudge wants to know what subject do i teach in high school i teach composition and i teach mythology so i teach english at the senior level my friend uh terry says he's ready with the disney wish deposit oh i'm i'm so glad mary is as well uh, liberty says oh my you guys in relation to our <laughs> pour over shows Yes, yes, yes. Well, that's going to do it for this week's CWK Live. Again, it is the last show of CWK Live for 2023. I've still got a couple of Coffee with Melbourne podcasts to share with you, including a fabulous interview with my good friend, Kevin Scott, New York Times bestselling author multiple times over. It's a great conversation you're not going to want to miss. So thank you so much, everybody. 2023 has been a great year for me because I've gotten to know so many more of you. Got to spend time with you in so many different ways, online, in person, at Star Wars Celebration, in Europe. So many fun memories, and there's so much more to come. I hope you all have a fabulous, fabulous, happy, merry, and jolly Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, holiday season, however you celebrate. Know that you are loved and respected for who you are and what you believe in as Star Wars friends and friends and as good people. Thank you so much for joining me. Jason, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. Mean to Merry Christmas and may the force be with you. Liberty says Merry Christmas. Hey, I mean Christmas. Mary says Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Everyone enjoy the holidays, whatever ones you may celebrate. Terry says thank you everyone for being so wonderful. This group is the best. It, it is. I couldn't agree more, Terry. It's because of people like you and all of you here that it makes it so special. Daniel, Merry Christmas to you. May the force be with you. Again, looking forward to seeing you all uh, in two weeks for CWK Live. Our next show will be January 2nd at 7 o'clock p.m. This is the last live show for 2023. Can't thank you enough for joining me. I will see you in 2023. Be sure to keep in touch on the CWK Cafe, our Facebook group, and of course download Coffee with Kenobi and listen wherever you enjoy your podcast. I'm your host, Dan Zare. Merry Christmas. May the stars light your way, my friends. This is the live podcast you're looking for. 
This podcast is not endorsed by the Walt Disney Company or Lucasfilm Limited. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The official Star Wars website can be found at www.starwars.com. Star Wars, all names, sounds, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Disney and their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of Coffee with Kenobi unless otherwise indicated. This is the podcast you're looking for. There's no one here. Move along.